Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at luminousanglican.com. We are coming to the end of ordinary time and about to turn the page into Advent. I say that for we're looking at Mark 12, 38 through 44 today. This has a sense of preparation in the greater light of what's to come. As he taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers they will receive the greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came up and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Note where this story fits in Mark's gospel. Jesus has entered Jerusalem to acclaim of the crowd, and then he cleanses the temple, this both in chapter 11, and then concludes a series of disputes with Pharisees and scribes, both 11 and 12. He is teaching in the temple in 12, and then Holy Week has begun. All that remains in this last opportunity to teach the disciples in chapter 13 is the passion narrative, which is to come. The resurrection in chapter 16. This is in the middle of this in 12. Our gospel lesson consists of two stories kind of tied together in the mention of widows. The stories contrast the pride and greed of the scribes with the humility and generosity of the widow. The widow we encounter in Mark 12 provides a case study in poverty and oppression. Poverty has become something that 
many of us have a difficult time with. We're typically unable to confront poverty for what it is. So it is easier for us to turn this widow into something safer. Maybe just a simple lesson or example of generosity. But it's more than that. The widow mentioned here in both sections of this gospel represent the poorest and the most vulnerable. But those who devour widows' houses, who multiply their sufferings, can be seen strutting around in public, even praying in public, seeking to be honored. It is gross hypocrisy and truly hateful to Christ. In contrast to the religious scribes, there was nothing calculated about the widow's gift of two small coins. She didn't have one moment of indecision. She didn't check her budget. She didn't ask what she would get in return. It wasn't an investment. She had only two coins, and she cast them both into the treasury, probably feeling bad that she couldn't give more. While the rich gave out of their abundance, the widow, out of her poverty, gave all that she had to live on. Scarcity can be a temptation for anyone who is just getting by. So the widow's posture is quite remarkable. While Jesus may be inwardly disappointed at the religious leaders misusing this woman's offering, he admires her faith and her sacrificial gift more than anything else. It reveals that our abundance of heart is greater than our scarcity of coin. Our abundance and scarcity may not be monetary. In chapter 9, the disciples argued about themselves, but who is greatest in the kingdom? And in chapter 10, James and John requested positions of greatness in Christ's kingdom. Now, in chapter 12, Jesus shows them the meaning of true greatness. This widow is the great one among them. This is not an example story in the sense that Jesus tells us to go and do likewise. He does not demand that we drop every last penny in the offering. We should listen to Christ's specific call to us with regard to stewardship. This is clearly not cool to give God a bit of what is left over 
once we've paid all the bills and done all the things that we want. But God calls particular people to give much more. But more importantly, we are to do our giving quietly without acknowledgement. My late friend William used to say, you don't know what you don't know. This widow knew full well what being undone was. She knew agony personally. Yet there had to be a sense of faith in her. She gave out of her agony and gratitude. Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of those who contributed to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had all she had to live on. Soon, we see Mark will tell the story of the woman who anoints Jesus' head with precious ointment. This will come up in 14. Jesus will defend her prodigal giving. He will link the anointing with his coming death and will give the generous woman his blessing. While Jesus does not say that people will remember this widow forever, her story is being told all across the world today and throughout centuries. Her example will bless people until the end of time. Her two small coins show that even the poor can honor God with their gifts. And God judges the offering, not the size of the gift, but where it comes from, the posture in which we give. It is possible for nearly any of us to injure vulnerable people. Of those who do so, Jesus says, these will receive greater condemnation. For us, as the church, we are to protect the least of these. We are to assist But maybe more importantly, we are to listen and we are to learn from them because we most certainly do from this widow. Almighty God, who has created humankind in your own image and has set us in stewardship over the creatures of the earth, sea, and sky. Grant us fearlessly to contend against evils and to make no peace with oppression, and that we may reverently use our freedom 
Help us to employ it in the maintenance of justice among people and creation. To the glory of your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. I want to remind anyone who's listening who is in our area of Nashville and Franklin, we are meeting at 10 a.m. at 4241 Arno Road in Franklin. It's just east of 65. You are all welcome. You can visit us at our website to find out more information. Follow us on Instagram and other socials. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to LuminousAnglican.com. Peace be with you.